0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Wicked Stepmom Podcast. My name is Jenna Garcia, and I'll be your host. I am a mother of two, stepmother of four, super proud military wife, ex wife, sister, daughter, stepdaughter you name it. Since becoming a mother, I've been everything from a student to a working mom, stay at home mom, a mom that travels for work, an entrepreneur the list goes on. I've always wanted to help people, and I suppose this might be one of the ways that I could do just that. I hope you find my podcast honest, entertaining, and helpful. If you're any of the things I am, or if you just want to hear my story, please listen and subscribe to the Wicked Stepmom Podcast. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Wicked Stepmom Podcast. Tonight I'm interviewing our oldest, uh, my oldest stepson, Jaden. He just turned 18 back in May. Um, So we're gonna get started, you ready? Yeah. Okay. Okay, question number one. What did your parents do right when it comes to being divorced and co-parenting? What do you think they did right?
1: Just communication constant communication like they communicate so well that I didn't know that they were communicating <laughs> so
0: behind the scenes
1: yeah like they would always as far as I know they would always consult each other half the time when my mom was saying no it was really my dad saying no half the time when my dad was saying no it was really my mom saying no so they're always on the same page it's probably the biggest thing just be on the same page
0: do you, what do you think they could have done differently? Um. To make you a better, happier kid.
1: That's a, well, we have a skewed situation, because ours was mostly military. So if I wanted to talk to my dad more, I usually couldn't, because he was busy. So that's not, but he called me as much as he could, so that'd be the only thing. But I was like, that's out of our control, situation-wise.
2: What do you mean I was busy?
1: You were
2: definitely good. <laughs> I, was usually, I was usually out of the country. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You were, you were not legitimate a
0: legitimate reason. Couldn't even have a phone. Okay, so then what thoughts did you have when dad first mentioned he was dating me?
1: Um, Do you remember that? Yeah. Yes. So I was just excited to meet you. I don't really care as long as. I at the time I didn't care. I was just like,
0: whatever. Yeah,
1: I was like, okay. <laughs> just, some, just some broad. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see how this boat floats. And then, um, yeah, you ended up being nice. So.
0: Were you concerned at all seeing what your dad went through before?
1: No, because I was Izzy's age, ish. So, I would I was at her mindset where like if I didn't like you, I was just gonna I was just gonna ignore you. <laughs> I, I would it's true it's very true I, that was my decision because i'm super loyal to dad so if i didn't like you i would just not probably would not have listened so
0: <gasps> naughty naughty
2: not in a bad way he just he would have been like mm, okay yeah. so he'd, him, he'd be like fine
1: Were you at that age where you just reject it you're just like uh, i don't really like you're past the sentimental point with your parents so at that point like the relationship doesn't really matter, or doesn't really matter.
2: Eventually, you'll be 18 and be like, yeah, see you later.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> he's like, I've got five years left.
2: Dad sucks at this. <laughs> like, I feel like,
1: man, I don't even live here. I just <laughs> no, this, this, this ain't even this my ain't even, house. This ain't even my whole year.
0: Do you, do you think that your age at the time had any, um, what's the word? Bias I'm looking for any bias
2: to create any bias or, or, or any did, do you feel like you were more informed to make a better assessment?
0: Yes
1: because when you have multiple step parents um, you have like something to go off of so the last one creates a standard and like my last step mom was not that great so you coming in as a great step mom was like went from zero to 100% when it came to me liking my step mom and the same with so I didn't know my last stepdad, which was Sal. Didn't really know him. I not remember anything about him. I knew him. Because you were my, little. Yeah, I remember him like sitting in a chair one time. And then he asked me to grab him a glass of water when I had like swollen joints. So
2: That was when he had the HSP.
1: Yeah. That was kind of a dickhead move. That was like the most painful glass of water I ever got in my life. <laughs> um, and then Yeah, and the AJ came along, AJ was super cool.
0: Do you think that seeing like the way that AJ treated your mom and seeing the way that I treat your dad, do you think that that affects the way you feel about both of us?
1: Well, like I said, it's like both being on the same page. So if you two work together, Mm -hmm. then it's like I'm looking at. So, like if you guys are working together, I see it as like that's my dad's approval. So if he thinks it's alright, then I guess I have to think it's alright too. Same with my mom. So if Um, AJ thought it was alright and my mom thought it was alright then god damn it it must be that's how it's going it to go must be pretty good.
0: that's
1: how it's going to go <laughs> yeah because like, your step says something and you're like hmm what does my dad think about that and then I mean in a good in a good situation it should be your dad slash your mom agrees with this so you know that sucks for you
0: So, what was your initial perception of me when you first um, met me? What did you think?
1: I like her cool. Good to get along with. Like, treating me my age, I think that was probably a big thing. Because that's, like, one thing I hated growing up, not being treated my age. Or actually, no, not even, not even that. Just being treated, like, how I deserve to be treated based on my, like, responsibility and maturity.
2: Well, the the, the maturity that you exhibited... Yeah. Daily. Yeah. Not, hey, yeah, you're nine, but I'm going to treat you like you're five because to me, you're five instead yeah. of you act like you're 12.
1: Like adapting to me growing up because if you just, yeah, if you're like lagging where your kid's growing up, but you're not growing up with a kid, then the kid's can hate you.
0: Do you think that I treat the other kids their age?
1: I think you do. You give them enough responsibility. It's probably one of the bigger things. They need to have responsibility. Like I had a lot of responsibility. So, like, I babysat. All the this, all this stuff that they're doing, I did before. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the same progression. Chores, I had the same stuff. Babysitting, I did the same stuff. Probably at a younger age, if anything. Probably. The only thing that I did better than they did was work with my sibling.
0: Um, And also, you don't backtalk.
1: Oh, yeah, I don't
0: do that. Mm. You get a gold star for that. (laughs) He's tried. Never to me.
2: Well, and I don't mean in a bad fashion. Um, Anytime he ever, like, voiced a concern, and I shut him down, you know, he's not the type to just be like, okay, fine, he'll come back and be like, remember that time he wanted to get his nose pierced? And uh, I said, no. He said, "Uh, yeah, but could you tell me why? And I said... No, I'm an adult, you're a child, and that's just how it's going to go. And he said, okay. Which, back from, in back of his mind, he was like, this is fucking bullshit. Correct. But all he said was, okay. Yeah. And that's kind of where it was left. Yeah. Because his mom was like, Shh, better fucking ask your dad. <laughs> just something that simple. I'm like, I don't owe you an explanation at all. Um, thank you for asking, but...
0: Yeah, and I think another thing is, like, I mean, we can just use curfew as as an example, but if you didn't agree with a curfew, you would, like, I don't want to say plea your case because you didn't ever beg, but you just...
2: I think that's a good way to put it, though. He would he would state yeah. uh, something reasoning. that's not just, but why not? But you guys time. are dicks. <laughs> he, he would actually, like, lay out... A lawyer's version of, here's why I think yeah. my curfew should be later.
0: Yeah, but I think it was always done very respectfully. It was never done...
2: Well, there was more preparation than your average kid who just True. thought his parents were being dicks.
0: True. Okay, so the other day in the kitchen you said that I'm a real stepmom.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: So I want to know, like, what makes me real as opposed to fake... what makes you say that
1: well there's like there's being a stepmom and there's just being like an extra person in the house so like with AJ when I was a kid we didn't get along that much so I respected him and I would just leave alone but we didn't talk that much so he felt like just another person in the house but then as I got older we got to talking more and then we still really don't have like the closest relationship but now
0: but you have we still have
1: conversations well
2: you were able to kind of speak a little more to it, even yeah. if, it, if, if, if it didn't alleviate anything that happened before, you were able to kind of get that perspective, that point
1: of view of why. So the respect was always there. It was just like, didn't always have that connection. Whereas we got lucky, you and me got lucky having that connection, because I could totally see, like the odds are, for those of you listening, the odds are if you're a stepmom, your kid's not going to like you because they can't connect with you in any way because... You're just, you're a different person. Like, you were some person on the street to them before you met them, and you can't just force that, because it's like...
0: You have to have a connection. And First
2: you can't be, you be can't some always, way to...
1: You can't always have a connection, independent, like, the age comes in to be a factor. Like, it can, it can come down to, like, the music that you like. They might not like you, because every day in the car, you listen to country music. And they're like, God damn it! I don't want to listen to this anymore. All she does is listen to country music. It's gonna come down to dumb shit like that.
0: But maybe that's, that's it helped that though. I had that Tupac CD back in the day.
2: When yeah, you, when, when you <laughs> drove the Corolla through a cornfield.
1: Yeah, so see, like, yeah, the first day we hung out, you played Tupac, and I was like, all right, I can get down to this. But like, just like, if you don't like your, if you're so with older kids, if they're old enough to kind of decide whether they like you as a person or not. That's going to play a huge factor, because if they don't even... like, I'm super picky about my role models, so if I don't see you as a role model at all, I'm not going to want to listen to you.
2: You're going to be just dismissive? Yeah. Do I mean, you... Like you, don't,
1: you lose all your credibility.
0: Do you think that it helps that your mom and I have a good relationship?
1: Yeah. Because that was not a thing before.
2: Well, it took a lot of convincing, and that's, that's kind of where I knew we, we crossed the bridge. I wouldn't was- say
0: convincing. I would say reassurance.
2: Um, I I knew that's when we crossed the bridge with your mom though, uh, at least with Jenna and I. When it came to you, because she was totally rethinking you coming here for junior and senior year, and she was, you know, she was being a mom about it. Like I don't want to let my baby go. And uh, we Facetimed her, and she was eating pizza and drinking wine in bed, and just like you know, bawling. because <laughs> she was like, "Oh my baby, just just having a a, a mom day." And uh, we we got to talk to her, and and she she genuinely seemed much more visually comfortable with the idea of being able to talk to Jenna and speak to Jenna and get to know like her, see her face, hear her voice. Like, and I've, I've always said, I think a large, uh, deciding factor in you being able to come here was how you felt about Jenna, not your mom, how you, you know, you know,
0: what With, you said. What, to what your you mom said about your mom or
2: how you how you felt about it was a very large deciding factor, much more than your mom just being polite or or just accepting um what what was. But I digress. Well
1: it's because my mom knew I didn't like the last one. Well
0: I think that made her extra protective. That's why
2: she doubled. And that's this time. why. Mm-hmm. That's why I think she she was much more way more cautious. skeptical and weary, cautious. I mean, you name it. She didn't and in everybody's fair opinion, she had every right to be. Yeah. Um, based on. He was never treated poorly. He was just treated indifferently. And what mom wants that for her her child?
1: No, I would yeah. say poorly.
0: <laughs> I would too, but that's she only because. She would say some dumb shit. Well, I the, feel like the, indifference, will...
2: the indifference, I think, is, is treating a kid poorly if you're, yeah. if you're trying to welcome to a family. Yeah. Otherwise, you're trying
1: not to. Bro, I get like I a second bowl of cereal. She'd be like, Do you need that second bowl of cereal? Like, shut up, I'm 12.
0: Shut up, I'm twelve.
1: Do you need that second bowl of cereal?
0: what do you got? See, and I'd stop you after two and tell you to grab fruit. I was like
1: twelve and she's like, <laughs> you need a little more definition. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm not a bodybuilder. Don't shit like that.
2: People project their <laughs> people project their insecurities. <laughs> anyway, um <laughs> outside of that. <laughs>
0: All right. Um, What do you think I've done well as a stepmom?
1: You're consistent. So, like, this, I notice there's a lot of people in life. To the
2: level of insanity. Sorry, just go ahead.
1: I notice there's a lot of people in life. They like to pick and choose when they want to do their job or do the right thing. So, like, some days they'll come in, they'll just be awesome. And other days, they'll wake up, and they just don't feel like it. Yeah, they just feel like being fuckers. Or they'll let their... Let their personal shit affect what they're doing, like that. Like that. Let that affect everybody else, and uh, you still kind of keep it together even when you're not having a good day. So, but usually, discipline's pretty awesome because you can discipline kids, and that helps a lot. It's a good like tool to use if you want them to shut up, just don't go away. That's a good tool.
0: Yeah. Do you think that that I've treated you fairly or disciplined you fairly?
1: Yeah.
0: You think I'm mean? No. I think I'm wicked cool. I never like
1: the helicopter mom thing, but that's not like. I am. You can't. Oh, do. You. you can't change I'm that. I'm like
0: a happy though, not all the way, but a happy.
2: Hey, that's like a slightly crooked cop or a slightly pregnant woman. You either are or you aren't. Man. No, because <laughs> if
0: I was a true helicopter mom, I would have tracking on your phone.
2: Yeah, we do, we do But instead,
0: mom. I trust what you say, and I just tell you that I want to know where you are in case something happens, and then you tell me, and I just hope that you're honest with and me. And that
2: took a lot of convincing.
0: Yeah, so I'm a halfie. I think I could be a half.
2: I don't think you're a half. I think you're just, you're very, very open to adaptation when it comes to the age range we have of all these kids. This was fresh for everybody. Especially, especially after January, but um, we never really needed to do that amount of oversight. Yeah,
0: because we trusted you. The other kids they'll have tracking on their phone. they won't know. They're not gonna fucking <laughs> ha- they don't. They
2: don't have their phones most of the time. So shitty did. True.
1: That's because like you just you have to be smart about it. Like I didn't want to. Like my biggest thing with my mom. I never, I didn't want to find out the consequences if I did something wrong, or like. I had messed up enough to where like I knew what would happen, or I knew that I wouldn't get punched for something. Like in school, we had like the red, green, yellow, orange cards. Yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. Got to the point where I kept getting orange, and she was just like, "If you're not red, I don't really care, because your teachers just say the same thing every day, and they're losing their credibility." Because every day they would tell me to move my card for talking, and my mom knew that I like I had good grades.
2: Well, you're a talker.
1: Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, he's talking. Oh, well." Done.
2: No way. Is there something else though? <laughs>
1: Yeah, so I got orange one day for talking. She's like, "What'd you get an orange for?" And I was like, "Talking." She's like, "I don't give a shit." <laughs> I love
0: her. <laughs> no, that, that makes total sense. Okay, where can I improve as a stepmom?
2: Um, be honest.
0: Be honest.
1: I have to like think of specific things.
2: In general, not just with you, because you're done. You're out of the oven. You're you're done. You're served.
0: Yeah. Now I just get to love
1: you. As they get older... Fucking spoil them With, with the know. kids that aren't yours... Give it, like... Make it, like...
2: <sighs> Don't go too far down the rabbit hole.
1: No, you have to be, like... So... You have to get on the same page with the kids. So, like... As they get older... With the younger ones... Well, like, with Zoe... And Gabe... They, like... They were young when they met you. Mm-hmm. So they've adapted you much more. With Izzy... You should treat it, like, strictly business. Like, you do the right thing, I'll leave you alone. Um, Like, leave it at that, because that's probably how, especially because she's a female, that's probably how it's going to be. But, (laughs) like, you do the right thing, and I'll leave you alone. And that way you don't have to, like, fake the, like, mother-daughter relationship and all that. Just make sure that she's safe and, like, leave it at that. Give her advice every once in a while. If she asks for it. If she does not ask for it, I wouldn't give it to her. Stipulate that.
0: I never... I try to never offer advice. I'm not going to say I never do, but... Especially with her, because I struggle with her the most.
1: If they ask, give it. If they don't ask, then just let them fail. That's probably the biggest thing. Like, treat it... Once they get older, with... Oh, really, it's just going to be easy, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Maybe...
0: Gabe's easy because he he's a pleaser, and he's so quiet. He doesn't usually... Like, the worst thing he does is pick his nose while he reads a book, you know? Like, he doesn't misbehave. Zoe doesn't remember anything before me, so... She seems to like you, though. Yeah, because that's... Because she's my mini-me.
1: So, have so have with Izzy what I had with AJ. So, you don't have that relationship, but you just have that respect to make sure... Like, she understands... Open the door? Make sure she understands the rules. Constantly reassure and show that you guys are on the same page. And like I said, if something's coming from you, just be like, hey, you did the right thing, and I'll leave you alone. And then, Dad's honest, the since she's a girl, Dad's probably going to have to do the same thing. Um,
0: yeah. Where I struggle with her is... When, yeah.
1: It's like adopting somebody. Like You know when you adopt a kid and they don't want to... They don't want to, like, develop a connection because it's like that.
0: And I don't care if if I don't have a connection with her like I have with you or the other kids. Um, What I care about is a mutual respect. Yeah. And because she lies all the time or she's fake, that really bothers me. And I'm always going to call her out on her lies. Well, yeah. Always. So I think we'll just struggle with her, but.
1: She's like me, too. Like, she doesn't like people all up in her shit all the time.
0: Yeah. But, unfortunately, at this age, like, she will sit in her bed and she will read Sun up to sundown. The
2: entire day. She won't leave. Without
0: interacting with anybody or speaking to anybody. And that's not okay with me. Remember when, like, because obviously, like, you're a teenager and you're in a house with all these little kids. And we told you, like... You know, play with them, interact with them, you're gonna miss this, you know, you're gonna regret it later if you don't spend this time with them now. She's kind of, like, starting to do the same thing, but at an earlier age.
1: That one might just be a personality thing.
0: It could be, She spends
2: uh, the majority of her time with two of them, not all four. So, on top of it, she could just be fucking over it.
0: Yeah, but I tell her to interact with with everybody else an hour in the morning and an hour in the afternoon on the weekends.
1: I think with that, just...
0: But I think that's a good give and take.
1: It'll go smoother if you... So, if she's if she's anything like me, which I think she will be, she... Like, with this many kids, you're gonna have cliques, like, already. Because like, they already mm-hmm. picked who they liked, right? And they don't worry about the other ones. So, they should, like, know the other ones. But... If they're if they're happy with the way with their dynamic, then I would just let it slide because then you avoid problems. Like if they don't want to work together, then that's when that's when they start yelling. That's when they start working together because now they're like they're out of their own routine.
2: Oh, you mean every single day they've ever spent together? Yeah.
1: So. Exactly. Like with my brother, we learn to work together, and then we stop getting in trouble. That's something they haven't learned yet, but. If you,
0: when did you and Carter learn that? Or figure that out?
2: Estimate um, how long ago you guys figured that out.
0: Yeah, like what ages were you?
1: Probably like my freshman year. So he would have been like... Right,
0: so we've got like one to two years before they figure it out. Only if they
1: choose to. But we had an age gap too. So I could still... And he looked up to me. So usually what I went, usually what I said goes. And then if we bickered, we would just throw hands. So, <laughs> But like, the thing is... Mom never found out about that, so we settled it, and then we never got in trouble.
2: You know she's gonna listen to this right? She, I, I think
0: she knows about it now. Oh,
2: she knows. Well, she's not dumb. She just
0: she probably if knew she about was never bothered by it, just, she'd yeah. be
1: like well fuck it. They figured it out. Yeah,
0: still breathing. Your mom be
1: like, mm mm-hmm. now now <laughs> he's a good day. Now he's my best friend. So I'm your best friend. Fuck that guy. Like partners in crime. We just like he knew so I'm much. He knew 10. he knew so much shit about me that mom didn't know, and just him maintaining that loyalty to me and same thing I did for him, like I would give him advice about his girlfriends in exchange, he wouldn't tell my secrets. And so That's how that's how
2: typically though, that's how siblings will really learn how to how to be best friends, not just brothers. Like that's how they'll learn how to be best friends. You you cover each other's backs. Yeah. If he started if you turned into a crackhead, would you cover his back? Would you have his back if he was a fucking junkie stealing from you? And just off the beat stuff you'd have to rethink some things because loyalty went out the window when it came to an, uh, an addiction or something. Or uh, maybe like he, he just really liked stealing cars. <laughs> you know, just dumb things.
1: If he doesn't do it to me, I can still help him. That's Jaden. my rule.
0: <laughs>
2: not, not, not really what else. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, he's probably not going to steal cars or be a crackhead. He'll be I've a already
1: good. convinced him to join the army. He said that. yeah so once and that's part of being he got mature just because I acted mature with him and I opened him up to someone who's four years older than him he so since he had an older brother he kind of matured We matured well it's almost like a
2: cheater's guide to going into your high school years too
1: yeah in middle school he would just yeah he was like more in the loop on how to act or Whatever when he got there.
2: That's good though. Yeah. It's kind of my sister and I weren't like that, but we definitely we learned to fight and my parents didn't have to worry about it. Like by the time they got home we we're like
1: <laughs> <laughs> chores are done. See you later. Yeah, and now we don't fight anymore. So it's like we have a routine, we can just hang out together, we can do whatever together.
2: Plus enjoy each other. He's totally stronger than you, he could totally take you.
1: Yeah, he wishes. <laughs> he really wishes.
0: Alright, so... I beat his ass. Shut up. So you just graduated basic training for the Army Infantry. While you were there, did you notice a difference in how the other people were raised? Or could you tell how they were raised? By the way they behaved?
1: Um.
2: Being surrounded by a lot of other, like, uh, 18, 19, 20 year olds. Could you tell there was a difference just by interacting with people in their home lives compared to yours in that environment because it's really a sterile environment but you pick up on things did you did you notice anything like that
1: well, like if I'm being honest I was probably the one that looked like I was raised like shit but
0: oh I, great way to make believe, us proud I believe that I believe
2: <laughs> that he he, tell me he's the one that's instigating
0: gosh but, Jaden.
1: but if um I don't know like you think of the kids that were gambling obviously they came from the hood they were raised like they did have no daddy Clearly. <laughs> Just the way something acted. Like I love you, had, you. You had a lot of guys that wanted to fight. Um, they had something to prove. Yeah. Still no daddy. They're always five foot three. Um, like, no, I don't know. I We had the best platoons. So Anything like, that stood
2: out. Anything at all that stood out.
1: Rich kids were super, I don't have a problem in the world type of guys. And then you had a... There are some guys from the hood who actually want to get there, and they're like worrying about their family back home, and they're like making sure their finances are in order. Um, you had some dummies who were broke before they got there, and so when they didn't get paid, they were losing their shit. Um, so, more so, like, there you was know, this is one kid, and he was like, he's some rich kid from Alaska, and he drove a Mercedes in high school. Like that type of kid. Jesus. Oh, and so, his kind of attitude was he was super focused and motivated because he didn't have shit to worry about. He's never had, like...
0: Right, he'll be taken care of either way.
1: Yeah, like... Um, oh, yeah, really so to he, he himself and his dad. He did a great job because he didn't have shit to worry about. Um, whereas, like, if you look at the kids that had girlfriends, they would always be, like, super internalized, focused on their own shit.
2: I gotta talk to my girl. Don't Which, worry, dude. Jody's taking care of your girl.
1: That was partly me. I was one of those guys. I, was just, I kept it myself. Um...
0: Um, do you think that the way you were raised helped you at all?
1: Uh, should have, but I fucked it up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean.
0: I just mean like with the, um, just do what you're told and like dad said earlier, you know, okay. And except obviously in basic training, yes, sir. Do what what you're told
2: and be done with it. Life is easy.
1: Yeah, you, know, you just don't want to find out what happened. Like attitude is so especially in the military. This I, this is true for anywhere. Attitude is everything. So if you let's say um, like your dad asks you to do some shit and you don't want to do it, that really sucks. But you just do it because then it's better than it's over with. Not like it's better than finding out less with, trouble. What else yeah, and the same thing in military like if so. I could fuck up a million times in the military. As long as I don't have an attitude with whoever's yelling at me, I'll be fine.
2: Everything is trainable except your attitude.
0: Respect.
1: So if I like let's say I forget my weapons cleaning kit and everyone's yelling at me, a squad leader's going into me, a team leader's going into me, and I'm just sitting there and I get an attitude, I'm like, Well no one told me to bring it like fuck you guys, like, why don't I just use yours? Like, yeah, they're all gonna hate me, I'm probably gonna get my ass beat. But if I'm just like, oh, shit.
2: My bad.
1: Yeah, I really should've brought that. Like, I really fucked
2: it Like, yeah, you should've, and that's pretty much it. And
1: they're gonna be like, push, and I'll be like, oh, yes, alright, I'll push, I got you. Then yeah, then I'll be fine. Fine, quote unquote.
2: Get strong by being wrong. Yeah. (laughs) You ever heard that before?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Like, my punishments were different too, like and that's the other thing. Like, these kids were not raised the same way I was raised. They weren't ready for it? They No. Like, they weren't ready. There's so many things that they didn't get that I got. Because I was... It could have been because I was the first one. could have been because I was smarter. I don't know. But, like...
0: It could have been because both your parents were in the military.
1: Yeah, but there's just a way... Everyone like, but me. My parents weren't as, like... One, they weren't as helicopter, Two, they didn't really give a shit what I watched. Mom didn't really care what I listened to. She just wanted a clean version of it. Um, every song I had to buy was a clean version.
0: <laughs> if you know what words they're saying, I yeah, Plus, plus knew they what they said, so As long as happen. you don't repeat it.
2: Um, you just sing it the right way anyway.
1: I've always had good friends, so that wasn't really a problem, but... Yeah, you just... So what it comes down to. Like, like the punishments you used to give me. Like, I put my head on the wall. Like I put my forehead on the wall. Mm-hmm. Shit worked. <laughs> or when we, when I, you make me run laps around the house, or when I did sit-ups with wall you. Wall sits. You were like, I was I was having a punishment, but it was like motivating. <laughs> or yeah, wall sits, we did... Um,
2: it didn't cause any physical or mental pain. It just cost you your time and your sweat.
1: Yeah, I was just like, oh, god damn it. There was like... Yeah, I just got raised differently. Like, I would watch different things with you. Like, you and me have a different relationship than the rest of the kids, because... Anytime you came home, it was really just you and me, and, like, we'd watch movies, we'd go hang out. You might have a friend, like, you had Eli, or we had Rob in the house, and so, like, even when you brought a friend home, your friend was also a good influence, um, and, like, so when your friends came home, I felt comfortable around your friends, so, like, Jesse, Rob, um, Eli. Well, Rob was
2: in your life for a long time, too. Yeah. Before we left Florida. So why I was your Uncle life Rob? until we left Florida?
1: And then Georgia, too. He came back to Georgia. Well,
2: and that's what I mean. Like, he was around for a long time. And He never changed. No, I mean, he's always just Rob, weird old Rob. But, like, didn't like sauce on his pasta. I mean,
1: that's me. Like,
0: it,
1: I... <laughs>
2: yeah. I'm positive he learned it from Rob. Rob yeah. didn't like sauce on his fucking pasta. Thanks, Rob. I still don't like it. A simple <laughs> dude. Didn't take a lot of shit. Was very, very particular, but he was super respectful, super loving, super nice. There he was, was so always many parts part of my family.
1: So many parts of my childhood that were different. Moving all the time having super close friends like there's still friends that I have that I have been with friends with since preschool In Delaware 15 years and I still talk to them. I was just talking one upstairs um, So like moving a lot made me Like I started looking so like my friends were really like my crutch because Without friends, I would just feel lonely everywhere, but I have really good friends everywhere I went and so that was another thing my, my my friends give a lot of credit them for raising me because they were really good in the sense that like they helped me be a, a good person because we were all in the same boat like all of my five friends from preschool that I still talk to we all had divorced parents so which is like if you're in a normal community like this it's not as common especially in like white rich Idaho it's not as common to have like all that but if, you're well, in a, if you're you in a, don't
2: know that until you get to know somebody though so that's fair you don't get to know anybody real in depth.
1: And in the military, as a kid, it's the same thing as being in the military. As a, like a, per, like, working in the military. Because you're all in the same boat. Like, hey, your parents of Mine too. Sick. And then that's, like, part of the thing. How many
2: times have you moved this year?
1: Which house are you going to this weekend? I can go to your mom's or your dad's. Like, that's, that was a conversation that we'd always have. So with my friends, I was always like, which house you at this weekend? Um, where's your dad? How's your dad? What about your other one? Your other mom, how's that one? Like, kind of just going over. Oh, you got a new stepmom? What's she like? Is she hot?
0: You got a new stepmom.
1: <laughs> and my friend Jeremy, his stepmom was really hot. And uh, so we already go over to his house.
0: <laughs> oh, you're with your dad this weekend? Sweet, let's have a sleepover. <laughs> oh, you're with
1: your dad? Oh, perfect. And we go over to like- That's um, funny. Like let's Logan. not
2: wear any shirts. <laughs>
1: Like, I'm 12, right? I can swing it.
0: Yeah, a bunch of half-dressed 12-year-olds walking around with their shirts you <laughs> Talking about... Gross. Yeah. I've been working out.
1: Dude, I can do 20 push-ups. Can, oh, I've been doing get, push-ups.
0: Get down. Oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah, so it was just like... Like, I swear to God, like, going to school in a military base, every kid you know, their parent is divorced. It's not even, like, a thing with them. That's the that's the norm. Like, so hey, like is that your
2: mom? No. Oh, that's my stepmom. I'm
1: like, oh, me too. <laughs> or, like, you get... Like, they'd be like, oh, hey, your mom seems pretty cool. Uh...
2: Not my real mom. Stepmom.
1: Just call her stepmom. Or like uh like, oh what how's your dad? Oh stepdad. Yeah. <laughs> and uh
0: I'm always very clear in me being a stepmom versus a biological mom. One, because I don't want anybody to mistake that I'm Cammie. And two, <laughs> your mom is awesome and like, deserves the credit of being mom. But, like, remember when you started school here and I said, like, no discredit to your mom, but if anybody it. asks, I am your mom. Just because my last name is <laughs> the, the same, match. it's just, just easier. Roll with it. Yeah, to sign papers and.
2: From the, an administrative perspective, it's you're yeah. in and out the door. Let's not deal with any
1: bullshit. Yeah. But even, even with your friends, there was a constant. So, like, my friend Jeremy, known him forever, and his mom, I went to her house so much. She's almost my mom. Like, I have a million moms.
0: Yeah. And
1: so, uh, like, I would trust her. I was, like, if I go to her house, I feel welcome. Um, Caroline, just staying with her, I would feel welcome. Leah, I haven't talked to her forever, but still feel welcome because we just have that loyalty. Um, Logan, always feel welcome. It's, so, like, all of them, all their families, like, all their moms know me, and I know all their moms. And same thing, like, my mom knows all my friends, knows mm-hmm. all five of them. And it just keeps, like, all of us, like, Leah's mom, like, I got dated Leah in, like, third grade, and we had this little thing, and Leah's That's the one that gave you mono? Yeah. Gross. And Leah, Leah's mom would be like, he's an artist, you should marry him. And then Leah would be like, yeah! And so, like, Leah's mom will know me, because she's known me mom. since I was, since I was, like, eight years old. So gross. So, like, so their moms know me way far back. They knew me when I was a kid, and they've, like, they saw me grow just along with everybody else, because,
2: yeah. Dude, kids are kids. Um, honestly, when you have a, a close enough dynamic with anybody you grow up with, any family that you're integrated with on that level, you, you're part of the family. Like,
1: and um, with the military, it's like times ten.
2: Well, and that's what I mean. Like, if uh, and this is you know pretty far out there, but if Summer and AJ, you're, if you, you know your mom and AJ were like, "Hey, Carter wants to come see Jim," like, cool, he can come knock on the fucking door. And I'm like, come on in, Bub,
1: Go. Do your thing. Yeah, like, I might actually find out here next summer.
2: We wouldn't have to explain the house to him. Like, you know where shit's at. You're, you're good. Jaden's upstairs. Yeah. yeah.
0: She knows how shit shit. It's kind of like when mm-hmm. when Ike comes over and, like, hey, can I have a ginger ale? She sure. kicks off his shoes. Because he knows them out he needs fridge. to ask permission and he knows where to find them.
2: He knows to ask permission for the ginger ale. Yeah. <laughs> <What's up? laughs> like, hey, so um, you got anything to eat or what's, 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 what's up with that? Yeah.
1: Like, I, I had friends like that. And I traveled. So, like, then I went to. Then I came here to Idaho, and I have still have friends from that middle school that I still talk to that I just, like, the one I hang out with last night, I went to middle school through in Caldwell. when We lived out there. Um, and so, like, just keeping friends like that, keep like, that kept me sane. And then Maryland, uh, I have...
2: Like I feel like the friend. majority of it was Dover, or uh, Delaware, not... Dover, but
0: well I, I think that just had to do with his age at that well, time
2: well I mean the amount of time that they spent there too well, like, yeah. all my, all my there's gosh, a couple you know, people from, from his days back there that are here yeah which is fucking super fucking strange yeah
1: two of them I think it's cool though that's what I mean one
2: is all an reason. accident twice as Stands. Sure.
1: like Ethan he worked at Texas Red House I saw him one day and I was like holy shit I was like what's your name he's like Ethan and I'm like Bosh and he's like yeah and I'm like whoa and I was like I'm pulling a picture of my yearbook And he's like, Jaden Garcia? And I was like, he's like, oh, yeah, I know you. And then there's other kid that went to school with me. And um, I was talking about Delaware sometime in the car with Tyrese. He's like, what do you know about Delaware? I was like, what do you know about Delaware? (laughs) And he's like, I went to school there. And I was like, which one? And I'm like, oh, shit. We went to the same school at the same time. And that's the other thing with military. Like, Jared I knew in Delaware. And he moved, like, fourth or fifth grade. And now I'm about to go see him because he lives in Hawaii now. So when I get to i I'm going to go see him. And so, like, all this shit comes full circle. Like, military life is crazy.
0: Okay, we got squirrel. Gotta keep this on the time ready? limit. Yeah. Are you ready for this, Jaden? I fucking hope so. <laughs> What's your favorite memory of you and me?
1: Ooh. Probably crashed in the car. Up to this
0: point. <laughs> That's your favorite? <laughs>
2: yeah. I can see that. Why that was it was, That was, your was like, unforgettable. It's, it was an exciting day. It was a new experience. <laughs> um... Trust had to be had on on both sides of the, the aisle. I mean...
1: Shouldn't have been had. Didn't
2: well, trust me. <laughs> if we don't trust you at any point, how do we know we can ever really trust you? you that was got, a good first impression. You gotta hand a kid a firecracker to know that he's not gonna blow his hand off. Does that make sense?
1: And we saw that movie. What was that movie?
0: I don't even remember what movie we
1: saw. Uh, it was a family movie. Fuck.
0: Tell me if you think of it. So... What Jaden is referring to is when I tried to teach him how to drive a manual. So, mind you, building up to this, I kept telling him, like, watch my feet, watch my hands, like, listen to the engine when I'm shifting, look at the dash, like, pay attention. Because I wanted him to at least have some idea what he was going into. So I drive into the middle of nowhere, like...
2: Like Kuna, wasn't it? It was Kuna.
0: yeah. I mean, probably ten miles down Cloverdale we went, and I
2: don't
0: think it, was that far. it was past. It was way past even Brandon's house, like five I think miles. It was probably, barely past Brandon's what house. What felt like forever. Anyway, so I drove him out to the middle of nowhere because I thought, well,
2: cornfields, nothing yeah,
0: cornfields exactly. No cars will be out here. He can't run into a building or nothing.
1: Just wait.
0: Yeah, so took him out there. Yeah. And I found a good spot and so I pulled off to the edge and like got the car stopped at this parks park sign <laughs> stop sign. And um then, you know, I'm explaining to him before we do this how to drive the manual and
2: mm. that was drill weekend.
0: Yes. <laughs> hey please. Keep talking. Um and so Jaden goes, starts to go and basically just like super revs the engine and For tries it. to do a circle. For
2: it.
0: And I'm telling him brake, break, break, and I didn't think to grab the emergency brake. Anyways, long story short, he drove over an eight by eight mailbox post through a barbed wire fence it's and a own- cornfield and high-centered my car on. A pile of dirt in triple-digit heat. It was like
1: 110 that day.
0: I don't think it was 110 but 100, it was, it was like 100 plus. Or something like that. So um, that was the first time someone thought that your dad was my dad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um,
0: okay that's a good memory. It was
2: also 105 degrees that day.
0: 105 so then TJ was at work and I couldn't dig us out with the little splinter of Wood That came off the mailbox, so we called him to pull us out. okay, what do I do for you that makes you feel most loved by me? cook cook yeah. cooking for you makes you feel loved yeah.
1: Why Why not like that shows me that you're like putting effort in like that's like a clear a cool representation of effort put in to make sure that someone's healthy so if you give a shit about someone's health you know it's pretty important because like you could just like when so my mom would cook for us so like when she was younger i don't remember cooking that much because she was younger i don't really think she she'd not have the time i don't know if she had the patience
0: well she's probably busier and like if she was going to school
1: no, she was going to school. That was like in the beginning of her military career. Oh. So I think she was just more like faster pace. She's probably stressed as hell. So we got like kids' cuisines, ramen. She cooks some nice. We do like hamburger helper stuff like that. And then now she'll actually cook like spaghetti. Angel cook cooks meat. Um, like, we'll do whole meals just like we do here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, cooking because like I don't have I don't I don't have like those crazy meals growing up. Are lucky, like I said, these kids are growing up way, way different. Because I lived in like a th- bunch of different houses, a bunch of different states. I was raised by like my grandparents partially when my parents were there. I would stay with them for three months. Um, yeah, so just it's hard to say because I grew up way different than any of them, Like you I,
0: still feel loved, yeah, you feel like you had a good life.
1: Thank you. I had a good life because of the way I grew up. What'd I miss? I didn't miss.
0: Jaden's just tooting my horn about how I cook. I agree. <laughs> what else you got?
2: You're talking about how many flies ended up in your car in the cornfield that day, because I had the windows rolled down?
0: I don't remember. There's
2: hundreds of flies in your car.
1: Well, the in the Traverse,
0: not in my car. What?
1: Remember well, the steering wheel being upside down?
0: Yeah, it was pretty crooked.
2: Who replaced that inner tie rod with me with a pair of ice grips, a crescent wrench, a jack, and some pliers? In then Tame's driveway.
0: <laughs> we both point to each other. I to it was you, that it wasn't me.
1: I did to do shit that day. I looked at the car and I was like, what are you doing, Dad? He's like, "Fixing oh, it? Oh, no, All that
0: right. was a different day. He handed me tools. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay.
0: I was gonna say, no way did I help with that. All we
2: did was get a drivable and then get the alignment done and then we sold that bitch. <laughs> it was good when we sold it, but we bought a better
1: car.
0: Yes. All right, bud, you got anything else? Anything else you wanna say? That like, might my, be helpful? my
1: experience is like my experience growing up is like
2: it's it's not anywhere near the ordinary kiddo. it's always
1: fucking all the way far like every time I would see you, it was at a different house. So, like, there's That's Florida true. house, Georgia house. Next time I saw you, grandparents' house. Next or, time I saw you, my house. After that, grandparents' house. Um, you didn't even have a house, dude.
2: I didn't have a house at that time. You're <laughs> correct.
1: It was just like, here's a different house.
2: I came home from a foreign country. I'm like, hey, I gotta, I gotta go get a new house. I gotta go get a house. <laughs> <laughs> that was when I got home from Iraq. I'm like, I gotta get a new house.
1: Like, fuck, I gotta get a that house. That was a long,
2: that was a long deployment. Yeah, it was
1: that a goddamn was. year. The one sucked. And then there was some year after that, I only saw you for like a week. And then... Because I remember that was, grandma, that was at grandma's house.
0: Could have also mm. just been like the time of year if you had school or something, you know?
1: Or well, if I was... I think you only had like a... Like, it was like a normal block leave, so you didn't have that long. I had,
2: I think, two weeks and I only got to see you. Like, I had to bounce. I don't know. I make no apologies for... The life, I chose.
1: Well, no, you had to do shit. Um, like you get, that's not your choice. Like anytime I
2: could see you, I did though.
1: Yeah,
0: also, another thing your dad has always said about your mom is that anytime he came home, she was there waiting with she you. She
2: would go out of her way in the most fantastic of ways to make sure that she was there with you on the ground when my plane hit the ground. There was, and this just in South Dakota. Uh, I think it was twice uh, when I came home. The tail ramp of a C-17 comes down, and there's like five people there, and you and your mom were two of them. Um, Iraq wasn't really... We didn't really have a choice on that one, but you guys were close at that point anyway, so that was okay. Diego, I think... That was right before you guys left for Dover, because I was going to Korea right after that. But I got to see that. I mean your mom worked hard to make sure I got to like the only person I want to see when when I hit the ground was you because I didn't have anybody else for years you know it was just you and me for a long time but that's what I wanted and your mom made it happen every single time if she could she never failed not once there wasn't one time where she was like oh I just can't make that happen nope she did it
1: there's something about it. I had a buddy in basic and uh he's from Georgia and his baby mama was like I think like maybe an hour or two away with his kid and then uh so we got family day and she's like ah oh, you know I can't really make it you know I don't know if I can make it like fuck you it's two hours like just so this guy can see his daughter and he can do anything but obviously he can't leave so that pissed me off.
2: that's kinda you gotta understand too kiddo that's bitch. when it comes to youth priorities are different than say 30 or 40 years old Early You're 20s, late late teens, early 20s. Priorities are completely different than what you'll see at the age of 40 for most people.
0: You are also wise beyond your years.
2: And you have been since you were around 8 years old, if I remember correctly.
0: Because
1: yeah. I've gone every goddamn place in this country.
2: Well, you had a good mom. I feel like you had a good dad. You've had at least one good stepmom, at least one good stepdad. I know AJ and Jenna didn't come until later on, AJ earlier than Jenna, but... Um, I respect AJ for, um, the way that, you know, he helped raise you. I mean, he was, he was a big part of your life. Still is. And, uh, I think it's cool that you end up with a, a pretty neat stepdad.
1: You know what I was, you know what I go by? Family over friends, because real friends are family. It's like all friends oh, are Oh, that's got.
0: cute.
1: Friends I still got, that's why. They're, like, they've never, like, real friends, like, you know the dumb shit, like, the corny stuff you hear about? Real friends, that would always stick it through, like, thick and thin.
2: Champagne for my real friends. Real pain for my sham
1: friends. Yeah. Like, every time, every time I need somebody to talk to you, there's always at least one person. Like, they're 1,000 miles away, 2,000 miles away, 3,000 miles away, now it's about to be, like, 6,000. They have, like, no obligation to yeah, to you. Yeah, but you
2: got one on the island with you, so it kind of doesn't count.
1: Uh, I'm not going to see him a lot. I don't know what he's doing. It doesn't matter. He's there. Um, but I have, like, well, I'll have different friends then that I work with. But, like, 6,000 miles away, they have no obligation to help me out, no obligation to talk to me, and they help me out every single time. So,
2: I talked to my best friend, Byron. Do you remember him?
1: I, never, I don't know.
0: He's got curly hair. You haven't I know seen
2: him in a long time. I talked to him yesterday. When I, I went like, to go test ride that car.
1: I didn't have, like, um memories of him. I was too young.
2: Well, he remembers
0: you. Well, he's older.
2: Well, oh, Jesse. He's still in Alaska.
0: Just fucking chilling.
2: Rob's still in Florida.
1: They so you just live there now? What does Rob do?
0: Okay. We're getting squirreled. I'm going to stop the podcast. <laughs> we good? Okay. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wicked Stepmom podcast. If you have a question you'd like to ask or a topic you'd like to hear about, please email me at wickedstepmom.six at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe and please leave a review.